Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Today we have somebody who you have probably read about, heard about, and probably even seen speak live at major, major events. He recently has partnered with uh, Steve Sandusky to create this return on life. That's right, right, Mitch? Yeah, Return on Life yeah, Advisor. Yeah, Return on Life Advisor. He's got a coaching program. There's books and books and books and books. Uh, Mitch, you've done, what, 12 books now, or are you more than 12? Well, we're <laughs> I've done five of one book alone, The New Retirement Tally. <laughs> I think we're up to about 18 total, but... Okay. Uh, the new retirement tally fifth edition just came out this month. And we'll make sure that we have links to that in our show notes. So Mitch Anthony is our guest today. I obviously already alluded to that. For those of you who have wanted to provide a different service, to truly show people what retirement can be like in working with a financial planner that can help them guide them to have the best retirement, most meaningful retirement, spiritually, physically, and everything, you need to follow Mitch's stuff. Make sure you follow him on social media. We'll make sure we have all of those links. And look at this coaching program because it's something fundamentally unique and different. This isn't just practice management stuff. This is true training to make you, in my opinion, a better advisor. So, hey, Mitch, man, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, Matt. A pleasure being here. Well, let's talk about your history. Where did all of this come from, Mitch? I don't know if everybody kind of knows the backstory. Yeah, this is, uh, I am truly an accidental tourist in financial services. I suppose a lot of your listeners might say the same thing, but I, I had no real intentions toward financial services, but I was invited 20 years ago to fill in for a speaker. Some, some advisor in my city had a banquet with 400 clients coming and his speaker got sick in Atlanta and somebody happened by and saw them rugging, rubbing their hands in chagrin in the hallway of the, the meeting place saying, what are we going to do? And my neighbor said, call Mitch. So <laughs> crazy story, right? Yeah. And uh, by the way, this is the first week that we had caller ID, Matt. <laughs> and I'm out in the backyard with my little girl, Sophia, teaching her how to plant a flower. My wife walks out and says, it's a broker. That was her intro. Oh, my. So I said, and he starts talking. I said, no, thanks, Joe. I'm not interested. And I hung up. And then my wife says to me, uh, they have a banquet with 400 people coming and their speaker got sick and they called you. And I said, did it ever occur to you to say that instead of it's a broker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Wow. And so, so I pushed the button for caller ID. I think it cost us three dollars and fifty cents to get that feature. Mm. Saw his number, called him back in all hu- all humility, and said, "I'm so sorry. I didn't realize the context for your phone call. I thought it was a cold call." And he told me the situation. Said, "What could you do?" I said, "Well, I've got a talk called Don't Ever Grow Old," because it turns out that most of these people were approaching retirement or in retirement mm-hmm. and coming out for the chicken dinner, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, that sounds good. And that talk was actually sort of the seedbed for my book, The New Retirementality. Hmm. So I went and gave the talk. Next day, I get a FedEx envelope from an investment company, uh, a mutual fund company in Chicago. And inside this FedEx envelope is a sort of a value-added program they were working on. And I could tell it was kind of half-baked. And the note said, who are you and where'd you get these ideas? Let's oh. talk. Okay. 
Next thing I know, I'm sitting in the senior vice president of marketing's office within a month and talking to him about financial services. And he invited me in and I started developing value-added programs on communication skills between advisors and clients and on content, you know, for conversations, dialogues that advisors, I felt advisors and clients should be having. Mm -hmm. And here we are 20 years later. Okay. I can't get out. Were you a speaker, dude, before this? I mean, how did they know yes. to call you? Okay, yes. okay. I, I was. I was uh I spoke to about three and a half million kids in high school gymnasiums for 17 years on life skills. Wow. And so I did a lot of that sort of what you'd call motivational type speaking, uh -huh. inspirational, but it was really just talking to kids about their life choices wow. and how, how those would stay with them. So I had a lot of experience speaking. So and let me tell you, when you're speaking to a gymnasium with 2,000 kids in it, now that's a tough gig. <laughs> because if, if you don't get them and keep them, you're dead. Yeah, you're toast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the first time I was invited to a financial services convention, it was like, wow, I, I'm following an economist. How fun is this? <laughs> yeah. And everybody's actually paying attention to you, or at least, you know, <laughs> more. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, when the when the speaker in front of you is an economist and has 85 <laughs> slides and stands there and reads from oh. them, it's not hard to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to wow <laughs> no matter what. That. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, so it, with all of this experience, with all of the speaking, with all of the books, what is the why here, dude? I are well, people the, still... the why for me yeah. is that money is such a powerful force in our universe. Um, and I'm, I'm sort of borrowing, I'm borrowing here from the late, great Dick Wagner, who said, you know, money is a 21st century survival skill. Hmm. And, and it's such a powerful force in our life. And the problem that I see is that so many people screw up their lives in pursuit of it. Mm -hmm. And money, you know, money has to be put in its proper place philosophically. Money is nothing more than a utility, right? I, I've got this beautiful artistic metaphor developed of a sail on a boat that looks like a dollar bill. And, and I love that picture because that, that's what money is. It's a utility that you skillfully manage or manipulate in order to navigate, it's not the shore you're sailing for. It's not the sea you sail upon. It's not the vessel upon which you sail. It's just a utility. But when it becomes something more than a utility, that's when it starts becoming a real problem. Hmm. And, and, and the problem with money isn't just on the client side. It was on the advisor side. That's, that's where my ears came up and my antenna came up was the manipulation and the sales processes and all these, you know, people calling themselves advisors that weren't in fact advising, hmm. right? And so that's where I really started paying attention. And, and way back in 2001, wrote a book called Your Clients for Life and introduced, at the time, I called it financial life planning. Now I prefer to call it life-centered planning, hmm. right? And, and it was just the idea that we can't take a cookie-cutter plan and place it over every client that walks in the door. There are, certain things, there are certain things in their story, in their biography, that we need to understand from their past story, their present story, and their unfolding story. And so what I was trying to bring to the, to the profession at large was, look, you're, you guys are really good at getting a story of numbers, but now it's time to learn to get a number of stories. And, and those stories are the context for the plan you're going to create. So basically, Matt, where I put my effort was into the discovery process, mm -hmm. getting better at discovering the story of the client. 
Now, I guess it kind of surprises me, but it's wonderful for you that there are still hundreds of thousands of advisors out there who aren't doing what you're doing. Why do you think that is? Well, I think it's just, you know, it's the processes, right? I mean, what are they inculcated to do? First of all, with with the mono, or I shouldn't call it monomaniacal, I should call it money maniacal focus on AUM, mm-hmm. it's all about bringing in assets, right? And so then people get in a real hurry and institutions and organizations and companies get in a real hurry to find out where those assets are and how they're performing so they can make the pitch of how they're going to do something better with those assets than what's been done heretofore. Mm-hmm. And I think in that process, people have sort of treated discovery like a cliche, you know, like, hi, how are you? How was the drive? How much you got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and call that discovery and relationship building. Well, it's that isn't discovery. Discovery, well, here's, here's how I like to put it, Matt. There's monologues and there's dialogues. Mm-hmm. Okay? A monologue... Every sales pitch I've ever heard is a monologue. It's where you ask a question you know the answer to or you can predict the answer to, so you can go ahead and say what you planned on saying all along. A dialogue, dialogos, the Greek meaning of that term is the merging of meaning. Monologue means one meaning. Dialogue means the merging of meaning. And dialogues start by asking questions you don't know the answer to and that you can't predict the answer to because you seriously, curiously want to know. And so that's all I really worked on. And the first book I did with Scott West is called Story Selling. Mm-hmm. It was about the whole idea of the right side of the brain, that here advisors were speaking to the left side of the brain, which, by the way, can't make a decision if its life depends on it. <laughs> okay? And they were feeding that monster. Mm-hmm. And what people need is they need to know they get it, right? And the right side of the brain responds to stories, analogies, metaphors, Right. Yeah. And so that's where we started. We just started saying, look, it's important for you to a get your client's story and b tell your story in a way that's easily understood and clear to the client. Confused clients don't make decisions. Mm -hmm. Well, by the way, uh, story selling was the first book that I bought when I got into financial services. Is that right? And it was because your business partner, Steve Sandusky, told me I needed to read it. (laughs) And so I know he's been a big fan of yours for a really long time. But, okay, so this is a marketing-focused podcast. Now that we've gotten, you know, who you are and really what you do and how how people can engage you, I want to switch gears just a little bit, Mitch, if you don't mind. Because here's one of the biggest struggles i found with people who can plan, like you're talking about, which is how do they communicate this in a marketing manner so that people understand that this advisor is fundamentally unique and different. Yeah, well, it's all it's all in the preface, right? Here's, you know, that part of the introduction of the advisor to the client. Here's what we do. Well, what we do, you know, we've got we've developed all kinds of marketing resources for our ROL advisors, be it a chart or content that explains how this is different from traditional money-centered advice. Mm-hmm. This is life-centered. We're talk, We're going to help you with your money, but your money isn't... You picture concentric circles. The thing in the middle is ROL, return on life. What is ROL? That's getting the best life possible with the money you have. ROI is subjected to ROL. We don't put ROI at the center of that circle. We put life at the center, and then ROI is there to serve the ROL. So what we do is we teach 
the ROL advisors how to how, we give them scripts, we teach them these scripts, and we're we're getting ready to do a boot camp now too as well. But just teach them how to differentiate themselves from the 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 noise, the cacophonous noise in the marketplace. And and by the way, ninety. 8% of advisors out there are money centered. They're not life centered. And so this is going to be, there's a huge growth ahead in this area, but I don't know if that answers your question, but we, we, we give them, we give them graphics and we give them scripts. And in some cases we give them videos that they can put on their website. Mm -hmm. and, and another thing we've done, we found this is sort of accidental marketing. We've developed widgets of our digital discovery tools that they can put on their website. So they can, they can have a, a graphic on their website says, what's your return on life number? Click here and find wow. out. And, and what a lot of advisors came back to us and said, well, this is the first lead generation, new lead generation thing I've found in years. Wow. Right? Because it's, it's stimulating some curiosity in the prospect's mind. In such a different line of questioning. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's the question, the ROL index is the tool. The question we're answering with that tool is, am I using my money in a way that helps my life? Yeah. Just because, you know, there's, a, I like to put it this way. There's a difference between having made it and having it made. Nice. And then a lot of people have the money, but they don't have the life they thought would come with it yeah. because they're so focused on the money. Yeah, Mitch, I've said this for a long time is, you know, for everything that you want in life, you have to be willing to give up something proportionate to that want. And there's only five things that you can give up time, talents, treasures, relationships, and control. And especially in working with advisors, as you and I have for so many years, they will say, well, I will be happy when, and then we help them get to that when, a million dollars, blah, blah, blah. Again, money centric. And then they get to yeah. 1.5 and they say they're not, they're not happy. Well, advisors need to understand that the general public is the same way, but they need somebody yeah. to guide them to ask the right questions so that they get the outcome that they want. The outcome that they want isn't the money's not the boat, as you were saying. The money's the freaking sail, right? I love that. That's such a good is. analogy. Yeah. Well, I love what you just said about that number thing, because that's one of the great myths in this business mm -hmm. is that we have to aim at a number. Well, do you remember when you were young, Matt, and you thought to yourself, man, if I could ever make X amount of money. Oh my gosh, yes. Right? I, I remember the first goals workshop I went to, and they said, write down the number you want to make someday. Mm -hmm. and this is a long time ago. And I wrote down 45000 Yeah, thought that, would be, that yeah. would be a treasure trove of money, right? <laughs> yep. And then when I went, and, and I always ask the audience, uh, my audience of advisors, this question, do, do you remember the first number you said you wanted to get to? What happened when you got there? Mm -hmm. And the answer is nothing. Not a darn thing. I agree. Because it wasn't really about the money. It's about the chase, the pursuit, the bringing value, whatever it is. So, And that's one of the things, you talk about marketing, that's one of the th conversations I teach ROL advisors to have with their clients. That this isn't about a number. Yeah, we'll aim for a certain a number, but it's not about that number. It's about the life you want. And if you can get that life sooner, we'll get you there sooner. Sure, sure. Okay, million-dollar question in my mind, which is, how do you help advisors deal with the emotional aspect of this change in focus? Well, I mean, the, the first thing that I think advisors are starting to come around to realize is that being able to articulate in terms of hard numbers is not the end-all. You know, I, I love the terminology people use about soft skills. It's, but really, the, the fact of the matter is soft skills are the hard stuff. Yeah. 
right? But they call it squishy or, you know, touchy-feely. Well, excuse me, last time I checked, we were dealing with human beings that had a limbic portion of their brain. Mm -hmm. Have you met anybody who doesn't have one? Well, I don't right? want to, actually, because I mean, it's, it's a part of the human makeup to have emotion and to have opinions and have, you know, to be upset about things or to be excited about things. And for some reason, for years, people thought you could just navigate this conversation strictly in terms of logic and numbers, and you can't. Because people's lives are messy, people's lives are complicated, people have stuff going on, there's constant change going on in their lives. And so a lot of what I do is I teach advisors how to have those conversations and how to comport themselves in that conversation and get comfortable with dialogue. You don't, you know, I remember when I first came into financial services, people would say, well, you can't turn people into psychologists. Well, I've never said that. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a difference between being good in conversation, and being a psychologist. Yes. Right. I'm not trying to diagnose you or cure you. I'm just trying to hear you. Yeah. And so what I started teaching, Matt, was the biographer skill set. Mm. I'm a writer by trade. Mm -hmm. And writers are, first of all, good writers are just curious people by nature. They just want to know the story. Mm. Right. And they're willing to dig and learn that story. And so I realized that was really the skill set advisors needed to learn. They needed to learn to be better biographers of their clients. And then uh, if you don't mind me going off on a rant here for a second, Matt, rant, rant away. Uh, most of the people in financial services were starting a conversation on the wrong square. And that the, the wrong square is tell me what your goals are. Mm. To which you are you, you are responded with the deer in the headlight look. Like, what a, what a silly way to start a conversation mm -hmm. by asking people a question that flummoxes them. They don't know the answer to. And so rather than at starting the conversation and the relationship looking ahead, look backward first. Where are you from? How'd you get here? Right? That history is a powerful foundation to begin a conversation, begin a relationship on. Amen to that, brother. I thought I'd lost you there for a minute. Uh, no, no, I, I was I was absorbing. I, I, I you know, especially <laughs> when somebody says they're going to go on a rant, I pay very, very close attention to what they're saying because obviously it's something very important. You know, let, let's um, if you could wave a magic wand, right? Uh, we we would change the majority of the financial advisors and the way that they approach their clients. But we need to start earlier, don't we? What are you doing to help? the educational system, uh, and young advisors to to make this a part of their financial planning process instead of what a lot of people do, which is to go into insurance, they hit the phones, you know, what do I need to do to get you in this insurance policy today, old sales scripts? What are you doing on the front end to help change the industry? Well, thanks for asking that, Matt. So this past year, I partnered with Texas Tech University, which I'm sure you you know of. And oh yeah, they're 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 really they're the very first school to have a school of personal financial planning, and they've they're the spawning ground for all the almost all the programs around the world now. Almost every PhD in financial planning has come from Texas Tech or Kansas State. But the ones that were at Kansas State, many of them came from Texas Tech. Hmm. So they're, they're a very visionary and entrepreneurial type school. And so I've launched a program with Texas Tech on called the Certified Life-Centered Planning Program. It's a one-year course. There's nine university credits associated if a person wants master's degree credits in financial planning. If they don't want that, they can just take the courses for the certificate. So that's that's 
the first thing we're doing to help the younger community. And then I've got another company called lifecenteredplanners.com that I started with Paul Armson in the UK. I don't know if you know Paul, but he's really like, he and I are contemporaries. He, he's been doing what I've been doing over there for years, just like I've been doing it here, spreading the message of a life-centered lifestyle planning approach. And so we've, we've built this online system, lifecenteredplanners.com, where we provide education and inspiration for, the, for those that want to learn more about being life-centered. So it's for those that are mildly curious all the way to those who are deeply devoted. We just want to give them ideas and give them scripts and give them inspiration for moving forward. Now, you also talked about this uh, boot camp that's coming down the pipeline. Do you have more information for our listeners? Can you maybe talk to us a little bit about where it's going to be and roughly what time frame it's going to be? Well, I, I shouldn't. I probably shouldn't have brought that up because that's for ROL members, oh, the boot camp okay. right now. But okay. we do have an event coming up with Financial Advisor Magazine coming up in July, July 13, 14. It's going to be the first conference of its kind. So ROL Advisor and Financial Advisor Magazine are going to put on this event. It's going to be called Advisors for Life. Nice. And we're going to bring in all kinds of experts at the crossroads of money and life to help equip and educate people on this phenomenon because it's a growing value proposition, Matt. I know you know that, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of your audience knows that, but the the all... The other value propositions around return on investment have been hollowed out, and they have become both vaporous and vacuous. And now people can get for zero basis points what they used to pay 1% for. Mm -hmm. So uh, all those old value propositions that are hollowed out are being supplanted by this life-centered approach. Well, and, you know, I, I hear all the time, Mitch, why why do my clients always want to talk about, you know, what's going on in the market? And a lot of that has to do with the communication pieces that they're sending to their client, like the weekly market commentaries and stuff like that. How do you help them through ROL to change the client-facing stuff? Because you said you had some resources there, right? Yeah, we well, we have digital discovery tools, and we build a relationship not around just the assets. I mean, the assets are a part of the conversation, but they're a secondary or tertiary part of the conversation. The lead part of the conversation is on their life transitions. We've got a tool called the Financial Lifeline. And this is a collaborative tool where we sit down with the client and we chart out the next 10, 15, 20 years of their life, all the transitions that they're going to be going through, navigating through. I've spent the last 20 years studying life transitions and the financial impact of life transitions and have discovered that there are over 60 transitions from the cradle to the grave. Wow. We don't all navigate through all of them, but we all navigate through many of them. And everyone's transitions are different, you know, as far as the timing goes, right? Some transitions we can predict, others are unpredictable. Life does bring surprises. So this process of charting the client's future next 10, 15 years out on the financial lifeline creates this incredible, incredibly dynamic conversation between the advisor and the client because now the client realizes this is not just about how much money I have. It's about me making wise financial decisions in and through all these major life changes. Mm. And so that becomes the center of the conversation is what's happening in their life. And guess what? We never have to have the same boring review conversation (laughs) again because now we're just tracking with their life and what's happening in their life. Yeah. 
That's got to be so much more fun, dude. I it's would so, so much, much rather talk fun. about and that. You know, you know what I love about this? It's not just good for the clients. It's wonderful for the advisors. The yeah. advisors tell me my work is so much more meaningful today. And 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 the honest ones will admit to you it was boring. Yeah. Right. I mean, seriously, we're gonna call we're gonna call this financial planning when we're reviewing something we already sent to them in the mail. Mm-hmm. That's not planning. Nope. And matter of fact, I'd like to eradicate the whole idea of a fine, a year in review and start calling it a year in preview. Because I can't do anything about the last 12 months. I can do an awful lot to help you prepare for the next 12 months. Yeah. All right. So uh, I can't believe anybody who's listening to this isn't going to want to find out more about, about what you have going on. So so let's talk about Return on Life. Let's talk about the Return on Life program that, with the advisors. What is the best way for people to dip their toe in the water, number one, or two, contact somebody at your organization to find out more about how they can implement this into their practice. Yeah, the the easiest thing is just go to roladvisor.com okay. and it'll it'll ask you to put your email in there and then you'll be notified of the next launch. We've been taking sort of a mini launch approach so we can get people onboarded effectively. Mm-hmm. We started this 2 years ago. We're we're new. We haven't really, you know, I don't know how you put the it's not like we're hiding but we're not being loud yet. And I'm sure you understand that. I do. Because we wanted to work out the kinks and the bugs and everything else. But we've got about 260 advisors from 10, 11 different countries. And we're, we're getting, we're starting to see that it's making an impact. And it's also helping advisors differentiate themselves in a crowded Me Too marketplace where it's just, it, I had an advisor call me last week from Toronto. I know you've got people up in Toronto. And he said the the client, after they had the conversation, looked at this advisor and said, that's the best conversation we've had in 30 years of marriage. Wow. Now that's, that's fulfilling. Holy crap. Right? Huh? How great would it be? I want you, your advisors, I want you to think about this question. How great would it be if your client meetings gave you energy instead of just sucked it out of you? (laughs) <laughs> right? I'm, I'm overly simplifying, uh, you know, the, this whole process here, but how great would that be when you would go home and, and sit down with your significant other or your kids and tell them stories about people that you learned about today and their life and what you're doing to help them, you know, truly live the life that they've worked for. Man, that's a game changer, both personally and professionally, spiritually, familially, relationally, all of the things that you need to fire on. That That's what Mitch and Steve have created here. So Mitch, all right, anything else that I should ask you I didn't? That was just beautifully articulated, Matt, and it it reminds me of a phrase that I I like love to share with people. Our job is to build a bridge between their means and their meaning, nice. and that's what you just really articulated yeah. there. Yeah, but you did it much more succinctly than I did, so that was awesome. All right, well, hey, we're going to make sure that we have everything in the show notes, right? To to find out roladvisors.com. you know, follow Mitch and Steve Sandusky on on social media. You guys, don't you have a podcast? Uh, no, Steve has a podcast. Oh, Steve has he's a got podcast. a really good podcast. I think he's got a lot of listeners. Okay. And um, we do a learning hour for our ROL advisors. Every month, Steve and I do a presentation with, with our ROL advisor crowd. Okay. Well, make sure that you also follow Steve Sandusky because he puts out great, great information. And I have heard that he is running one heck of a podcast. And of course, we're big fans of that. So Mitch, you know, yes. it was an honor to, to, to finally, uh, I actually got to see you face to face over a digital camera. And it was great to have the opportunity to, to pick your brain and find out more how our advisors can truly not just change their life, but their practice. Wonderful. Thanks, man. 
Well, if you haven't subscribed, uh, you're, you're missing a lot of great stuff like this. So make sure that you hit the, click that subscribe button below. If you know somebody who's very interested in, in, in dipping their toes in this water and really changing how they're running their financial services practice, please, please, please find out more information at roladvisors.com and following Steve Sandusky and Mitch Anthony on social media. If you guys have any ideas of any topics that you would like for us to cover here on Top Advisor Marketing, uh, please go ahead and email me at matt at topadvisorm, that M is for marketing.com. Be more than happy to hear what guest ideas you have, or if you just have overall ideas for what we should cover that you want to hear. So for ROL Advisor Steve Sandusky and Mitch Anthony and everybody at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.